The views expressed at WTFlandia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. to vote without passing such tests thanks to a grandfather clause that said they could vote if their ancestors had voted before 1867. But of course, if your grandfather was a slave, he couldn't. It looked neutral, but in fact, it was designed with precision to go after black voters. By 1915, the grandfather clause was ruled unconstitutional, paving the way for a series of new amendments in the 20th century, most notably granting women the right to vote in 1920. You know, sometimes history books say they were given the right to vote, weren't given anything. It was a suffrage movement, every bit as fierce and creative as protest as any other movement in American history. Nearly 70 years after they were first enforced, poll taxes were abolished and literacy tests were outlawed shortly thereafter. Now in this whole county, there's only 200 Negro registered voters. The past year, we have had something like 3,000 people in that courthouse or down there trying to register, but they would not allow them to register. The civil rights movement of the 50s and 60s led to the next shift on the voting front upon passage of the Voting Rights Act of 1965. The Voting Rights Act was the most effective civil rights law probably in American history. It said that states with a history of discrimination in voting couldn't make changes in their voting rules unless they got permission from the Justice Department or a federal court. And that fact made it so that millions and millions of black men and women for the first time could vote. But not just that, everybody really who was eligible could vote. For it is not enough just to give men rights must be able to use those rights in their personal pursuit of happiness. In 1993, the National Voter Registration Act, or Motor Vote Act, opened up more opportunities for citizens to register as voters. As many as 35% of authorized eligible voters in our nation are not registered. It is the act that gives you the ability to register to vote when you're getting a driver's license or if you are getting assistance at a public assistance agency. It's one of those things that's taken on increased importance today during this COVID period of time where your traditional voter registration opportunities, like the League of Women Voters or um, the NAACP going after grocery stores and things like that, trying to get them to register to vote aren't really happening. Today, the United States Supreme Court announced its decision in the case of Shelby County v. Holder and invalidated an essential part of the Voting Rights Act, a cornerstone of American civil rights law. This decision represents a serious setback for voting rights and has the potential to negatively affect millions of Americans across the country. The Supreme Court struck down the coverage formula from the Voting Rights Act, which determined which states and jurisdictions had to seek federal preclearance or permission to adjust voting requirements in a given area. Chief Justice Roberts said, oh, you know, that kind of racism is kind of a thing of the past. That was then, this is now. And it is up to us uh, to see that we remedy this in as meaningful, as fair a manner as possible. In 2019, a new bill aimed to restore sections of the Voting Rights Act. 
when the Supreme Court gutted the Voting Rights Act's strongest provisions in the Shelby County case, it said to Congress, you know, you can fix this. Well, Congress has a duty to fix it. And there's legislation that passed the House of Representatives in 2019, last year, that's been renamed the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act that would restore the strength of the Voting Rights Act and uh, apply it to new conditions with new data and apply it nationwide. They passed it. Rest your fighting soul. Good trouble, John C. Lewis. Thank you, thank you, thank you for what you did. So that was a little spill from Thank You ABC News. We got a little history there about how just how far along we have come in our quest to be able to vote and to be able to have our votes be strong per individual. Welcome to WTF Landier Radio, guys, where we welcome your vote. Why don't you like and subscribe and leave a comment. Tell us how you feel about this here radio show. I'm your host, Charbo Faye. And we are literally three days after the November 3rd election day and we are still we're still rolling around in who is the actual winner and how far along in the courts this will go as in a battle and how many states were sued and how many citizens were sued for voting and oh my goodness this is something else but there you heard about just how far along we've come and a word that comes to me today It's cognitive dissonance. That'll be our phrase of the day. Cognitive dissonance. And just exactly what does cognitive dissonance mean to you? Well, the Webster's Dictionary, it says, it's a psychology, it's a noun. And it's a state of having inconsistent thoughts, beliefs, or attitudes, especially as relating to behavioral decisions and attitude change. And I feel like the fellow there that still has a um, residence at the uh, 1600 Pennsylvania app may be experiencing a little bit of cognitive dissonance. It's kind of like having, you know, it's kind of like smoking cigarettes and knowing it's bad for you, but you continue to do it because, well, you're in a state of cognitive dissonance. I know it causes cancer, but it, you know, it feels good. It's like, you know, you go up there and you go at one o'clock in the morning and tell people that you won. No, you know, it's a lie, but it feels like it's going to, it's going to, you know, follow through and, and mean something. And what it's doing is causing a whole lot of friction with the citizens of the United States of America. And if there's one thing we should be able to do as a country, that is to unite. That's the one, if, that, if there's one thing that any country should be good at it's unity because you know what we all you know rock with the same flag we're all citizens of the same land and so we all should you know be proud and we're being divided by literally two human beings that were popped out of their mom's vajayjay and they like eat and poop and do the same things any other human being does 
but we're giving them so much, 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 much more validation and credit because of their words that they speak, DJT. He's doing a double hand job dance all around the, you know, all around his rallies and. <laughs> what dance that fella does, but it is like, whoa, it's like rapid. It's like around the back, reaching around, double jink, double jerk. It's a lot. I don't even know if he realizes it. But he's got a function there. He's, it's functional for some. It's not functional looking as a dance. But it's functional in, in private, maybe private arenas, DJT. It's interesting, though. Those memes are popping around everywhere. But I, t- I tell you, the night I saw him doing it, I was like, that's double J. He's doing the double J. Like all near the facial region. Anyway, whoa, Shark. This is where my brain has actually gotten to after all these days of cognitive dissonance. I know this is wrong. I know that Joey B is our president at this point. But something's telling me, you know, nah, the other guy probably will squeak his way in there if uh, Amy Comey Barrett has her way. I don't know. It's just so much stuff. Again, chaos is the mother of, of acceptance. I, I, I think I... Um, I'm so confused. Nothing is shocking anymore. Nothing is shocking. Nothing is shocking. What I'm hoping, what I do like, is that it has given us a little bit of leeway because we we don't know who actually is the winner now. We've got a couple of those zombie-ish people that came in and tried to blow up uh, the Chicago counting facility or Pennsylvania, one of them, you know, the, the, the Trumper, Trumpy supporters. That's not very Christianly, people. If, if you're rocking with Jesus, I don't know if you're on that side of the Trump or what, but you don't go and try to blow up buildings and crash parties and, and, and threaten volunteer poll workers. Most of them are volunteers um, that uh, are unbiased and they're just doing their civilian, their civil duties so that we can have a democratic uh, run nation. And uh, Double J has got you, Double J, Double J, DJT has got you guys. <laughs> really round up stop the count go all counts matter but all is this huh all lives matter then all, all votes don't matter and all of it. just just come on it's like it's it's what you've done to my you know my my bible my religion you've taken things out of it that, that makes sense for you and you've left all the other stuff out that that is really simple to acknowledge and that's that people are people and love people for who they are and that's the greatest of these is love and uh, not the greatest of these is racism and hate and blowing up buildings because you don't you want them to stop counting the votes. Let's stop using God's name in vain and start doing what's right and listening to a human being again that is the same as you, no different. Has a mom and a dad got the same way got the same way you got created, it's the same way they did. They um whether they funnel in McDonald's or it's, you know, a vegan meal, a vegan meal. They still eat and, and just like you. So there's no difference. Only thing is they just have a different job than you or a different, you know, whatever than you. You know, people fall, people get up. But what we're supposed to do is kind of encourage people to be the best version of themselves and not to encourage people to do, to go and pull watch and, and pull 
bomb and whatever the heck people were doing. A fellow was driving down with his whole family to, to, to cause some, some dissonance. <laughs> cause some problems. And it's not cool. And none of it's cool. So, yeah. I don't know, that word just, that, that phrase just kept popping into my head, cognitive dissonance. And a lot of people have cognitive dissonance too based on the fact that they are, you know, thinking, you know, I know that, you know, I know that we're supposed to be wearing this mask, but it feels better if I don't. It feels like I can bring some, breathe in some, H, some uh, oxygen, H2O. <laughs> I said that before. You don't want to breathe in water. But some CO2. I don't know. I think um, we the good oh, oh the good thing that we have going on is that we have a couple of days that have given us a little time to count these votes before hopefully a civil war doesn't break out. We were all thinking that that would happen on November second. It hasn't happened. That's a good thing. I tell you one thing the American people haven't gotten a chance to do is that's to sit down since March. We've been protesting our faces off and people are still protesting. Count each vote. Stop counting the votes. Whatever side of the aisle you're on, you're out there protesting. We have not sat down and pro... Look, that's because people are disobedient. Speaking of dissonance, people are disobedient. That's another D word I like to bring out. And then have us discuss. People have been very disobedient in regards to, um, you know, sitting down, putting your face mask on when you go outside, and then sitting down in quarantine while everybody loses their jobs altogether so we can be on equal playing fields. And so since we can't do that, people need to go outside and protest because there's a lot of stuff we're watching and it ain't right. And good job, America. That's what that... Hang on to every right. And that's what I do like about Joey B. Joey B's like, you know what? This isn't about us. This is about you guys. It flows through the people. And he's right. We have assembled the largest election protection effort in history, is what Joey B said. I like that. Because I, what I think is the popular vote, the electoral vote, I think every vote should be just as important. If you take yourself, your human self, again, you're just as important as a guy sitting in the White House in 1600 Pennsylvania who's about to, who has a U-Haul truck parked outside. You're just as important. You're living and breathing. It means you're just as important as the next man, even if your situation's different. Lord knows a lot of people's situation in this day and age and era are different. It doesn't mean it's not going to change. It doesn't mean it's not going to get better. It just means it's different. And this is where we call on humanity to be kind to each other and, and find your hearts and understand that, you know, don't throw fuel on the fire. DJT. Be like uh, Joey B and say, hey guys, calm down. Even when I win, I'll be the president for the people not just for my party. That is what we're missing. And I think that's gonna bring back a good feeling. That, that's more of what Jesus would do. Say, hey, I am for all of you. I am not just for you. You never saw Jesus hanging out with a bunch of Christians, ever. That's why they was always skeptical about the guy. Why is this guy hanging out with those bloods and crips and hoes? 
I mean, that's where Jesus would have been. Because you know what? The people who already found God, they didn't need the message he had to bring. It was the wayward folks like uh, y'all and me (laughs) that needed his message of love and acceptance and, and favor and healing. That's where Jesus was hanging out. Let's be honest. No, was, you know, was he cussing up a storm and everything? I don't know. It's not written down in there to let us know that. I don't think so. I don't think he had to, like, fold and be anything other than himself. I think people, like, jammed with him because he was just a jammable person. And people who didn't like him, they were always trying to figure why he has so much power. But he's hanging out with the thugs, and we're good over here. And look at him. He's got a following. So Jesus did what was right. Jesus went to the wayward souls and the Jezebels and the Jezebubs and the Mitch McConnells. Ugh, that face. Oh, sorry. I was just about to take a glance over at the ABC Live. But, uh, and I believe that Jesus was probably a lot of different things, but he wasn't someone that was in, that was there to point fingers at, at you and laugh at you and tell you you were the worst and you were wrong and you were not capable of love and you should go and you should watch those guys and you should, you know, run them off the highway run them off the highway if you get it you know I like that that's good good job Texas I love it he's not he wouldn't have been that wait so I I urge you people who are saying that you know a certain guy has has the same religious beliefs and the same God you seem to serve the same God I urge you to look a little deeper into that and see if the God that you serve would really encourage or incite the things that maybe the guy that you admire um, is is insinuating or asking you to do or retweeting or whatever. I mean, it's also confusing because if you put God, God is the word God is so powerful that once you do that, people have it embedded in themselves because of over time. People grew up in religion, in, in Catholicism, in Christianity. And so when you speak about God, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of those words that's really powerful. And so if you say, I rock with it, then people tend to accept you a little more. And I think that's where, I feel that's where DJT is. I don't feel like he ever really did at all understand or even study religion or Christianity, that's my opinion. But only he knows, right? But his actions. That's the thing is people, people can talk. I'm starting to notice that because I'm noticing that around my personal life right now is people can paint a very, very facade, a good facade picture. Make things look like they're just so lovely. Look at this perfect family. Look at this loveliness. And then you, and then you, you get into the middle of it and it looks like, no, maybe it's not so perfect. Maybe people are being treated really, really bad. And, uh, but on the outside, there's, you know, there's Christmas trees and Christmas lights hanging up. But inside, it's dark and turmoil. <laughs> oh! Anyways, um, yeah, so a facade, but actions, actions speak loudest, okay? So, um, I don't know, if, I, if, it's, if, it, if he's your guy, and he's painting that picture in the White House, we know that, uh, you know, Melania, 
doesn't love to put up Christmas decorations. So maybe she's not paying a facade. She's straight up. Well, that was a phone call. Wasn't supposed to be recorded. I do a lot of that myself because I have to protect myself. So, um, but, uh, yeah, it's interesting that, uh, to know these things and then still think, you know, maybe you guys serve the same God. It's interesting. Pray about it. Anyways, pray about it. Cognitive dissonance. I think we've been smoking on this uh, campaign cigarette for too long. Oh my gosh, guys. <laughs> okay. Can somebody tell me how Portland, Oregon, how Oregon just turned into Little Havana or Amsterdam? <laughs> did you guys hear did you hear did you hear Oregon is now the only state in America that has literally legalized every single drug you can do any drug you want to in, in Oregon and you have if you get caught with it maybe a hundred dollars ticket you don't go to jail for it and they will give you classes to suggest you get better listen here's you're gonna hear me out here Here's why I think that's a fantastic idea and why I related it to Amsterdam. Well, because listen, what I do know about people is this is a psychology thing. When you tell somebody no, don't open that. Don't open that mail. Okay? Don't open that mail. Come back to it later, but don't open it now. What does somebody want to do? Oh, they want to open that mail. Don't eat that ice cream, okay? I'm going to come back to it like a few days. I'm going to be gone but don't eat the ice cream. You think the person's not going to eat that and replace it with, with the same ice cream because you told them not to? Or open that mail and try to reseal it? Don't tell people no because they want to do the opposite. When you tell a human being no, psychology says they want to know why and they want to override that no with a yes. Because I can. Because I can do it. So... Drugs have been, drugs and alcohol have been one of those things that's like, it's no, it's a no, it's a no. You can't do it, it's illegal, it's a no. It's just like, you know, well, why can't I? So you find more people have to hide things. When you have to, when you say it when it's no, it's people hide things. It's never going to not happen. They're just going to hide it. And when they hide it, there's a lot of, you know, chaos and a lot of, uh, sketch or sus around the whole ordeal because they've been told no so they've got to hide it but they're still going to do it whereas if you go to Amsterdam you're not going to find a lot statistically do your research if anybody has gone please chime in we always leave a little a little note your comments I love them I'm I think I haven't really encouraged people to write comments but I've been noticing that comments are really nice but if you um if you want to if you've been to Amsterdam tell us your experience there are there a lot of drug drug addicts hanging out with uh needles hanging off their arms in the parks probably not I don't think I've heard of that I think it's pretty mellow because people know that they can do it so when you know you can do it you don't have to overdo it right it's just like people who in Europe I really like how Europe vibes it's like you have a four-hour lunch as opposed to 12 to 1 one hour lunch you in america in you know in the western world you slide in to the nearest fast food restaurant 
and you eat as, and you eat as fast as you can because you only have such a short time. You have only such a short time with um, with uh, you know lunch, so you have to just get it all in all at once, right? And in uh, Europe, you go you go in there, you you sit down with your colleagues or your family or whatever, and and you take that time off of work and, and then lunch extends on and you're having some wine throughout but you're not pounding shots like you pound shots on the weekend because you know you got to get back to that work week Monday through Friday and I have I also heard that some states are considering a four-day work week I think it's brilliant I think it's brilliant raise up the minimum wage and do a four-day work week let's start to validate uh families and spending time together as families it's so important to start to validate hard work with leisure you know what good are you working if you're dying just to get a check you know people need to have that kind of space to be able to be productive sure but also be able to enjoy peace and enjoy their families and enjoy that time off so I think the states are doing the four-day work week I think it's kind of brilliant I applaud it and I hope that that's something that can set the standard for maybe all of the states in America and, and abroad and people start to be able to spend time Spending, having lunches, not having to drink and, 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 and develop alcoholism because you have to get it in really quick because you got to get to work Monday through Friday. And you don't have any time because they don't give you no time but an hour for lunch so you can be productive, quote unquote. I don't think so. I think production, productivity can come within an hour if, if you really are about that life. And then the rest of the time could be developing the thoughts and the concepts. How do people that make really good, successful Fortune 500 companies, how do they do it? I don't know. I got to figure it out because I'm about to break off into a career of my own. I'm usually good at coaching others, but I've got to coach myself these days because now I'm at it. I'm at it on my own this time. Not married. 14 years is done. Now it's me. And, and spending the 14 years could have been smarter and had a little side business, create a little side income, but I didn't. So I'm starting from scratch and that's okay because now it's going to tell me what I am really, really great at and how I can take my own advice and, and, and build relationships and things like that. And I'm excited. I'm super excited. So guys, as we've lost jobs, as we have cognitive dissonance going on all around us. <laughs> Let's start to just collaborate with folks. Let's start to collaborate with people's talents and, and skills. And if you find that you can, you know, share their skills or talents with other friends that are looking for that, or you see, hey, they might this might be good for their business. Let me let me share this person with that person. Or, you know, I don't know. I think it's going to be, we're going to start up something new where it's going to be like, you know, let's, you know, let's work with each other. Let's collab with each other. Let's build each other up as opposed to separate. You know, let's not count the vote. Let's count the votes. We got to stop that. We got to stop. We got to draw the line in the sand that says, you know, I'm, I'm better. You're worse. No. We've done enough of that in 2020. 2021 is causing is calling us to collaborate. 
I really truly believe that. And I, and I believe, again, because we have not seen, you know, the U.S. break out in a civil war thus far, I think that's a good sign. We're already like, well, this guy's, his, his, his flame is getting snuffed out as, as the numbers climb on, on, on Joey Biden's side. That it feels a little less tense for some people, a little less racially tense. Because if you have the guy with the megaphone that's screaming out your jargon, you know, people, you start to shout with him if he goes away. And that's the thing about racism. It's a funny little junk. Racism is one of those things where, you know, if you don't deal with it at the heart of it and start to really have dissent and start to think about, you know, the differences between you and others doesn't make you better or worse, but it just makes you different. And if you can dissent and understand where people are coming from and their, their stories and what they've been through and how they're, you know, how their color has bought them privilege or how their color has bought them death and destruction. And then you start to understand people more that way, then you will have much more of a a better way of going about um, understanding mankind and your brothers and sisters of all races and colors, right? And if you don't, then you just keep going about thinking, I am better than, and it's been a falsity all the whole time anyway, because no, you're not better than, no matter how straight your hair is, no matter how blue your eyes are, or blonde your hair is, or this or that. Look, rock what you got, do whatever you want to do. Be like me, put some blonde braids in, blue contacts it if you want to, you know, do what you want to do if it makes you, that's my art, you know? I rock whatever the heck I feel like because it's my art. I collaborate with myself often. <laughs> like, I want to feel like this. I want to rock. I want to do this. That's just the artist in me. And a lot of my, a lot of my people don't even understand it. You're not gonna fall, find a lot of my following be my people necessarily. Um, I hope that changes. Um, but you know, like be you find dissent don't think everybody's trying to do something like you because you are better or or everybody is you know you know one way because they look a certain way or whatever no have dissent talk to people the best way actually the best way to kill that is to actually speak to people find out who they are find out what they stand for because it's not even about what they look like most often if you find out what they look like you'd be like oh they look like that but they were never even that way they're a whole different I've been seeing that left and right you guys I tell you what I see people that I know and my whole heart is a redneck and they're like do you see that orange face of junk I'm like what <laughs> excuse me who are we talking about Biden wait re- really <laughs> They're just not. And that's because something's rubbed, rubbed them the wrong way about the guy and vice versa, you know? Oh, Biden. There's not a lot of you they don't like about Biden besides the fact that he could be senile in a year. We don't know. It's it's leaning. <laughs> it might be, I don't know, Joey. We've got a wonderful, wonderfully competent uh, vice president in Kamala Harris that will pick up the slack no matter what so you can kick back Jack Joe we know you got this and just again you know the fact that over a hundred something million people went out and voted for Joy B and still 96 million 
you know voted for double j it's really double bj it's or hj it's really <laughs> it's really bizarre because if the pandemic didn't happen maybe djt would have double double bj double hj would have won by quite a lot I don't know. I'm, I'm concerned, more or less. I, I, I guess what it is, is I'm a person that tries to look at things with practical eyes. Again, I think I mentioned that a lot here on WTF and Landia Radio. And I don't see the practical nature of supporting somebody that, that necessarily does the things they do. And if you're a business person, I get it. If you're on the top, you know, 1% to 4% or whatever you are, uh, then you're like, yeah. This guy's about business, about that money, and I, and I get it. But doesn't doesn't it doesn't it draw? Don't you draw the line when it's you know when it's you know the rest of your people don't fall in that line and they're getting killed in the street? I don't know. You know, if you're a fifty cent and if you're a ice cube, I get it. You're trying to find find out how we can get our reprim, reprim, reprimands, repar reparations sorry um going and that would be amazing but if we're if we're not um you know up there in the million in the in the million plus category of making money um and you're just a person that lives in chicago south side and you're getting killed in the streets because uh well whatever violence then how it still works for you to support a person that perpetuates that via tweets and via, you know, you know, not acknowledging uh, certain groups to be really, really, you know, devastating to our, 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 our country, like white supremacy and the PVs and things like that. Like a couple of times he's acknowledged that again, DDT did, did acknowledge that, you know, he did, he did, uh, you know, at some point, he did say, you know, to, not just to stand down and stand back and stand by, but he did say that, you know, he did not rock with uh, the KKK. And I get that. Sorry, I'm watching I'm watching the news, and so my, my mind is starting to, to talk. <laughs> I'm talking to you guys less. But um, I don't know. I don't know how many times we want him to, to acknowledge that, you know, KKK is not the group that we and then retweet it it's a gaslighting prom if you retweet it and say that you don't rock with them but you retweet them it's a little much it's a little dis- disorienting but um djt whatever you do from here on out my buddy michael rapaport um my, my cousin i like to call him my instagram cousin my insta cousin although never met the guy in my life but i think he's fantastic i can't wait till i do one day but he's man his message is strong he wanted he said pack up your pack up your bags he said buddy it's time to go you just go look at it make a new plan stan set set yourself free <laughs> just set yourself free he's gonna go to another country he's gonna have to go free somewhere else because he's gonna be an outlaw at this point it's, it ain't looking good if he stayed out stay in the states i'm sure he can go to russia or or north korea and live off the fat of the land there those are his boys they're not gonna let him you know they're not gonna let him go underground and he'll live he can live it up he and melania live it up over there 
I don't know. You guys, it's been funny. It's been really brain frazzling, but here we are. We're closer to knowing. Um, And it looks like, again, if we're being honest, Joey Biden's got this one. And congratulations to Mr. Biden and uh, Ms. Harris. I think four years of you guys is going to be a breath of fresh air and less civil war uh, on edge uh, of civil war. And let's have dissent, Americans. Let's have let's let's be there for each other. Let's collaborate with each other in 2021. I have never felt more honored. I have my podcast shared with uh, Pulse Podcast and DBP Podcast. I think uh, they're kind of a they rock with each other. I think they um, they produce my boy Ben Ballers and uh, Mr. Michael Rappaport and a bunch of other great podcasts and uh, very, very high-definition podcast. And I thank them for sharing my story of how I got started because I got about 300 brand-new followers today. I appreciate and all podcasters. And I, and again, and okay, little, little heads up, I don't really listen to podcasts, but now I'm going to. And the only reason why I don't, I never really listened to podcasts is because I did, my brain is a magnet. And if I hear something else from someone else and it'll it'll put itself in my brain and my thoughts won't be my own and my own original but I need to expand that right so I spend the time reading a lot but not necessarily listening to other people's ideas because I don't want to to infiltrate my brain and then to come out of my mouth as if it were my own but there's so many other podcasts that don't speak about things that I'm speaking about I'm gonna listen to them I'm going to have a little uh, podcast rendezvous. And I thank you guys. Again, Pulse Podcast. Thank you so much for the share and for all of these beautiful new followers of mine that I am going to totally check out your podcast. Um, But let's, again, let's collaborate. You can see my story there, actually. You can see my story on their page and it uh it's pretty cool because um it really is just really uh, the podcast pulse that's the name of it podcast pulse and you can see my story they had a little did a little write-up and it was kind of just about how I got started and and what you know what brought me to pressing record on this WTF Landia radio show and how we're going to take the show on the road and it's going to go global because it is and how we're looking for um, to monetize this thing but I want to I just I'm an old school gal and I want to find this voice on the radio I want to be on par with like you know Charlemagne the God I want to be up there with um, you know Trevor Noah Tosh.0, I just, I need a platform. I need a Netflix show. I need to be able to be lively. I've been stuck in a basement for three months here in Surrey, British Columbia. And <laughs> and also, I've been homemaking for 14 years, so I'm really ready to come out and, um, and have fun and monetize my life so that my children may enjoy the benefits of their mother I want them anyways I want to make them proud I know we're going to do well I know we're going to collab um, with each other if you're growing vegetables guys grow vegetables together and and sell them to your neighbors and, and, and work together let's do things it's now time we've had so much division truly though guys in 2020 we've had so much division 
that I'm hoping that 2021 means togetherness. So from dividedness to togetherness, because we have been the divided states of America for far too long. And the fact that we all woke up together in 2020, hindsight 2020, it says a lot. And the turn, we turned a corner, guys. And it's, this feels good. I promise you, it feels good. Though it feels really uncertain and the millions and millions of Americans are without work and jobs and homes and things like that. We're gonna make a change. We're gonna make a turn and we're gonna be blessed. Have faith, say your prayers, uh, believe in, you know, you know, the, the unknown becoming known and becoming good. You know, we don't know what's coming up, but we know that it will it will show up and it will be good for you. Right. It'll be good for what you have going on in your life for you and your family. So that's my prayer for you. That's my hope for us all. And I love you. Thank you for the follows, guys. Thank you for the shares, guys. Thank you for the comments and the stars and the likes. I mean, I never really thought I would have to plug all that stuff, but I think it's really cool and I'm okay with that. I'm starting to realize humility. Pride comes before the fall and you can't be quiet a lot. See, I've been, I've been dealing with life circumstances and quite frankly, very quietly because I don't like to, well, I don't like to bother people with my own issues, but I know it does take a village and we have to share our experiences and our skills and our talents with each other so that we can have people hear and listen and see what and see what they can bring in order to vibe with you and work with you and um get 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 things off the ground so to speak 2021 is the year to get it off the ground again i'm your host sharbo thay this is your first time tuning into WTF Landier Radio Room. Welcome. There are so many fun episodes. Um, we are in season four, and it started in April 2020. We're already four seasons in. Oh my gosh. It's been fun. Start from um, episode one if you have some time. It's a fun thing to listen to over the weekends. Play it on the loudspeaker and uh, with your guest and... Uh, have some wine or some tea on your patio. The days are going to be shorter these days now, guys. We're, we're moving into the winter, so the dark dark days are coming. So I hope that you guys will rock with me through the winter and I can get you guys through. Sending us so much love, so much respect to everyone who went out and voted, to all of our poll workers who are still counting. We love you. We appreciate you. To Double DJT, um, Buddy, it's been real and it's been fun, but it ain't been real fun. <laughs> see you when I see you. Joey B and Kamala Harris, welcome, welcome, welcome to the top. We are excited. Have a good night, folks. Later.
By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk this podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise the wtf landia radio group does not endorse approve recommend or certify any information product process service or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast and information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement the third party materials or or content of any third party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness of the content contained in third party materials or on third party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.